Today on episode 150 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, you know how when you're on Facebook and you're just scrolling down the news feed and just about every time there's some stupid video that someone has posted and it just starts up without you even telling it to start? Well, today I'll show you how to disable that little feature and we're going to have some feedback from my friend Robert on last week's episode about how to secure your LastPass account. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Well, welcome back. This is the Computer Tutor Podcast, and I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. And I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer and how to do things to make Facebook easier to use, all kinds of stuff like that. But no techie language. We'll leave all those big words to the other computer podcasts. And if your computer has a problem, I would like to help. I've been doing computer repair for a very long time, actually since 1999. And in most cases, I can fix your computer remotely so you don't have to bring it into a shop. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 150. So let's get started. This week's tip came from a question from a client who was asking about this recently. Her name is Sue, and she uses Facebook, but she's kind of in a different situation than most people. She and her husband live here in Florida for only part of the year. They're just here for a few months in the summer. So for the short time they're here, they don't sign up for a regular internet connection like people that live here year-round. Instead of that, they use a mobile hotspot. So that means they're kind of using their cell phone account to generate a Wi-Fi connection. So that way they can use their laptops to go online while they're at home. So they can check email, check Facebook, just basic internet use. Now the downside to that is that their internet usage is not unlimited. It's measured. So they only get a certain amount of data transfer each month. And if they go over that amount, and I don't know what the amount is, but it's not a whole lot, then they have to pay a higher amount for the excess. So as you might imagine, they try to be very careful about how they use the Internet. They go online, they do whatever they need to do, and they disconnect. So they're never online for any extended amount of time. And of course, they would never consider streaming Netflix or downloading music or anything like that. Uh, because that would mean that they would reach their monthly limit pretty quickly. So recently, Sue asked me this question about Facebook. You know how Facebook just automatically starts playing videos in the news feed when people post them? They don't play the sound, but they do have the video portion automatically start to play. So Sue was wondering if it was possible to turn that feature off, because after all, every one of those videos that's playing is another download to her computer, and they might be small files, but usually you come across several of them in one session as you scroll down that Facebook newsfeed page. Well, Sue was happy to know that Facebook videos don't have to automatically play. You can disable that so that when you come across one of them, you can still click to play it if you want, or you can decide you just don't need to see it, and you can just keep scrolling down. 
And you know, aside from the data usage, which really most people don't even have to think about, there is another factor involved here, and that's the annoyance factor. Some of these videos are just really stupid and annoying, and there they are just moving around the screen while you're trying to read a serious status update from one of your friends. Well, when I'm reading, I don't need to be also distracted at the same time by some silly video of someone being woke up by firecrackers in their bed. Well, thankfully, Facebook has given us the option to be able to stop those videos from automatically playing. And if it's the one you do want to watch, you just click on it and it'll start playing right then. Now, here on the podcast, I'm just going to sort of tell you briefly how to do this on your computer and on your Android phone and on your iPhone or iPad. But in order to get the full instructions with screenshots, you can see all of that over on my website at computertutorflorida.com slash 150. For your computer, you have to go to Facebook and then look in the top right corner for the little icon that looks like a triangle. Just click on that to get a drop-down menu, and then click on Settings, and then click on Videos. And in the Videos options, just choose Off. All done. Now for your Android phone, you open the Facebook app, then click the phone's Menu button, which will usually be on the lower left side of the phone, then click on Settings, and then just find where it says Videos Play Automatically, and turn that off. Now for your iPad, go to the Settings page, and then scroll down and click on Facebook, and click on the word Settings again, and then click on Autoplay and choose the option to turn it off. That's how I did it on my iPad, and I think it's the same on an iPhone, but I don't use an iPhone, so I can't say that for sure. And, of course, Facebook changes their site around all the time, so these actual steps may not be accurate if you're listening to this podcast like 50 years from now. But really, I think 50 years from now, Facebook probably won't even be around anymore. seems like by then, we'll probably have found something newer and much more exciting to waste our time on. And the other thing I wanted to mention this week is that I heard from my friend Robert in Charleston, South Carolina. Robert listened to last week's episode about LastPass and what I would classify as a minor compromise of user information, and he called in and left this message. Hey, Scott. Um, uh, name's Robert. I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, love the podcast. I think you're doing an amazing job. Um, I, I like to bounce it off people that I do tech support with and, um, you know, give them a place to go to for good tips. Um, real quick on your uh, last past assessment thing. I love it. Um, good tips. Uh, the only uh, couple of things, um, uh, the only thing I had a problem with, and I use LastPass, I pay them. I think they're a great service and I will continue to use them. Um, but uh, I think uh, they, so the breach happened on that Friday, but they didn't come out till Monday. Um, and that came through a Twitter third party tweet. Um, I forget who exactly, I think it was like a Bifacker or something. Um, uh, put it, put, that's how I first heard of it. And then I got an email a couple of days later and, um, I don't know if that was, uh, exactly the right thing to do. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Um, but I think it's a little too long to let your users know that, hey, something happened that might have compromised your LastPass master password or, or, or your, um, password hint stuff or whatever. Um, but, uh, would like to know your thoughts on that. Um, as well as you said, uh, restricting geolocation login. I'm a fan of that. I've done that on my account. 
But what do you do about the people? The, the hackers are going to use a VPN or, you know, some kind of tunneling service that's going to make them mask if they're coming in from your country. Is there anything to block against that? Because that's obviously not going to help with the region restricted. And I think 99% of good hackers that are going to go after LastPass are going to use that kind of service. Um, again, great job on the uh, podcast. Would love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, I don't know if you can email me, but if you get a chance, uh, it's at gmail.com. Um, and uh, thank you for all the hard work and keep it up. All right. Bye. Well, thanks, Robert. I appreciate the kind words, and I'm really glad you're enjoying the podcast. And I'll agree, it's a valid point. LastPass could have made the announcement sooner. I don't know why they waited a couple of days, but in looking back, it it didn't really make a difference since the compromise was such a minor thing. I guess they have to kind of walk the line between immediately announcing every suspicious thing that comes up, which might cause some unnecessary panic, and compared to waiting too long and allowing too much damage to be done before they tell the users about it. It's just a judgment call, I guess. But like you, I will continue to trust their judgment until proven otherwise, since overall I'm pretty happy with the way they handle things. And the other thing you mentioned is that the serious hackers will probably use a VPN or something to hide their true location, so blocking certain countries from logging on wouldn't be foolproof. And that's very true. I just look at geo-blocking as another layer of protection. And I'll tell you something, a lot of the bad guys actually don't even try to mask their location. I manage some websites for a few of my clients, and we monitor when people try to log into the website just by guessing at a weak password, and they automatically get blocked if they try 20 incorrect passwords within a five-minute time period. And we see this happen all the time. And most of them are showing that they're coming from India, Russia, China, all over the world, and they aren't even trying to pretend that they're in the U.S. Of course, these guys are just the common everyday hackers who are looking for an easy target, but it's nice to keep those guys out too, uh, and it's fortunately pretty easy to do. So thanks again for the feedback. And if you would like to make a comment, just like Robert did, or if you have a question or a suggestion, it's really easy. Just leave a message on my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468. It's available 24-7, and it's never answered by a human being. Or you can just email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And that will do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening and have a great week. God bless.